Welcome, TTB community. I am Bob Demena, and here with me, as always, is the courageous Elliot Shibley. Elliot, uh, please take it from here. All right. Thanks, Bob. So th- we know, Bob and I both know, there are so many different forms of entertainment out there and a lot of great podcasts, and it warms our hearts to know that you choose to listen to us or that you've expired all other options and we're kind of your last resort. But either way, we thank you. And a big thank you specifically to Lyra A. Uh, I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, But this person left a review on iTunes and they said that listening to these episodes helps me keep the things I want out of life in perspective. It is easy to get lost in the day-to-day of life and forget that there's a whole big world outside of my route to work. I've been reminded of the importance of travel and that there's thoughtful folks out there who care about thinking critically about the places they visit. I'm making it my mission to catch up on all the earlier episodes I've missed and to plan my next trip. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much for that review. It means a lot to both Bob and myself. Yeah, that's very nice. Thank you very much. Um, All right. So in addition to that, we recently began collaborating with Aldison from Minivan of Memories. Um, His platform is great for the average traveler who is looking to connect and share their experiences with like-minded people. It's basically a, a, a blog platform for people that maybe don't have the platform but want to share their their travel experiences. So check it out at minivanofmemories.com or through his Instagram page at minivanofmemories. All right. And let's get into what the show is. We have a very let's special show today. You want to <clears throat> Yeah. Why don't you get started, Bob? All right. So today in anticipation of the new season of Game of Thrones, which Ellie and I are, Elliot and I are very much obsessed with, um, we want to create a special episode that combined the awesomeness of Game of Thrones universe and travel. And so I think we figured out exactly how to do that. We do want to forewarn everyone that there will be a lot of spoilers from past seasons. I mean, we know that the episode came out last night. We haven't watched it, so we have no idea what happened in it, but we're very excited. But there's a lot of content from seasons one through seven. And obviously there will be no spoilers from the one that just came out last night. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. So present day us has not seen the new episode yet. And... um we are actually in Peru at the time of this podcast release. We are we are handling our Instagram Instagram uh, Instagram account, account from uh, Cusco. I think we're going to be in on this day. So um, yeah, uh, I, I really, really hope we have our own Wi Fi. Uh, that's that's it. Hopefully, we have good Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> and just for everyone's reference, all of the photographs we are discussing on this episode are on our Instagram page. Bob was very meticulous about adding the scene and the photo he took with Marlia on our page. There's a series of them. I think there's seven or eight photos, maybe even more. And you can check them out in reference to everything we're talking about on the show today. Right. Yeah. Just refer to our page and uh, you know what? Hit follow. doesn't hurt. Um, All right. So today's guest, today's guest I've known for a very long time. Uh, We actually met as teenagers back in high school, but we really didn't become close until much later in our 20s. The first time we ever hung out, I was actually informed that it was strictly as friends. However, we were friend zoned first time. (laughs) However, the more time, you know, her and I spent together, uh, it quickly snowballed into something more. And now we are married and we have a beautiful baby daughter. And so without further introduction, please give a very warm welcome to my beautiful wife, Marlia Domenico. 
Welcome to the Traveler's Blueprint. Start designing your next adventure. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome everybody to this special podcast on Game of Thrones. Unfortunately, we're just worried about copyright infringement, so you're going to have to deal with me humming the intro song. Yep, and just all of the music throughout the entire series because it's epic. Yeah, yeah. So, Marlia, welcome to the podcast. You're officially the very first person to be in studio, air quotes. Um, So thank you for joining us today. I'm the first real traveler wife, too. You are. You're the first real traveler traveler wife. Yes, yeah. Hopefully we'll have many wives. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So to catch everybody up, Marlia and I went to Croatia on our honeymoon, and we rented a car. We basically road tripped through the entire country to all the major cities. We stopped in Plitvis National Park and we drove along the coast. And so while doing that, prior to leaving, we had researched the filming locations for Game of Thrones within Croatia. And we decided to do our best to find these locations throughout our trip and to take our own pictures mimicking some of the scenes. Um, You know, we're by no means the first people to have done this. I actually utilized other Game of Thrones traveling blogs, and that's how I how I figured out where to go for some of the locations. If you just Google it, you'll see a ton of other people doing similar stuff. So I don't want to take credit as like, you know, the first, the first people to take this trip and do this. Yeah. And, and so for this episode, we structured it in a way that breaks down each location by corresponding scene. So we start with the name of the location, then give a brief history on that location. And then we follow it up with scenes from the location to give you an idea of what it looked like. And then we discuss the actual process of getting the picture so uh, like Elliot had already mentioned in the intro to the episode, if you want to see pictures, the pictures we're discussing, you can actually go on our Instagram. We're going to be uploading them throughout the week this week, but we've already uploaded that. Oh, uploaded them in the past. So just scroll down our page and, and you'll find them and you'll, you'll know them when you see them. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And also the, uh, the cover photo of our podcast or the, our podcast art is of the National Park in Plitvis or Plitvis National Park. Right. It's from pretty cool water. And Marlia actually took that picture. Thanks for the credit. Yeah. Bobby refuses to give me the credit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful picture. And we're not going to get into that park because there's no scenes um, from Game of Thrones in there, but there should be. There should be. If you are in Croatia or thinking about visiting um, to take maybe Game of Thrones pictures, definitely stop at that park. It, it is one of the most beautiful national parks, maybe the most beautiful national park that I've ever been to. The waterfalls are amazing. Um, and the boardwalk throughout the park is, is really cool. Very cool experience. All right. Are you guys ready to get into it? Yes, I'm yeah. ready. Are you excited? Yeah. Are you, are, Bob, are you a little disappointed that we're not going to be in the U S for the, the final series opener? Right. Yeah, no, it's, we need to make sure that we have good Wi-Fi in Cusco, and I'll bring my yes. Kindle. So you and I are going to be huddled around a tiny little Kindle, um, watching the this, the last season premiere. So, um, uh, well, well, I mean, we're going to be rewatching it when we get back, but and still, and I mean, at the time of this airing, so the people listening to this right now have most likely already watched the first episode of the season premiere. So, oh, that's so crazy. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, they already know what happened. All right. All right. Well, why don't we just hop right in? So let's talk about planning. How'd you guys, how'd you guys plan this? Planning was very simple. So basically we just did our research. We realized where they, where these locations were online, screenshotted them to my phone and just maybe read some blogs on how to find certain locations. There wasn't 
too much involved. It took a lot to to find some of the locations, but there are already like Google map um, layers that pin all of the filming locations throughout the world. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That exists? It exists. Yeah. Can you, do you know if you, I mean, this is already a side tangent and we're only like a minute in. Do you know if they do that for other movies like Lord of the Rings? I wouldn't doubt it. Um, Wasn't Lord of the Rings only in New Zealand? Uh, Maybe. But I thought some of the, like the new Hobbit ones were elsewhere too. And I know a lot's filmed in like Iceland and Greenland. Yeah. I, I know Game of Thrones has filming locations in Croatia, Ireland, Spain, I think Morocco, um, uh, there are multiple countries throughout Europe. I don't know if they went anywhere else. Oh, Iceland, I believe, um, is where like they're north of the wall. But sure. <clears throat> yeah, there, there's filming locations throughout the world. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, for preparation. Before I left, I just made sure that I had everything. I double checked and I made an album on my phone of all of the locations that I wanted to see that I knew we were going to. Um, I think that was important because we saving it to your phone because you didn't always have Wi-Fi out of the country. Good point. So that was uh, that was really helpful when trying to recreate them. Yeah. Already having it saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually broke it down. So we knew, you know, we were visiting the Fortress of Cliss. We knew we were visiting Dubrovnik. We knew we were visiting Split. And so I had them labeled as such. So a picture of Daenerys doing whatever I had labeled as Fortress of Cliss. And so I was able to take out my phone, go to that album, find those pictures once I got to Fortress of Cliss. And I had it very organized prior to my prior to leaving. So let me ask about the actual choosing of the scenes. So did you watch it on your phone and just screenshot the actual scene? Like, how did you match it up? Because on our Instagram, you have the actual footage followed by your photo. So that was just by Googling Game of Thrones scenes and relating that to filming locations. And those are just some of the scenes that popped up. I guess they're easier ones to find or that have been found by other people. Okay. There's probably a lot that I missed or that I could have taken and put it to a scene, but I didn't um, watch the show and try to capture anything myself. These were pictures. Those, those scene captured pictures were already online and I just took them um, that way. Okay. I think there are even apps now that allow you to like in your camera, you can overlay a photo that's like, Oh, has a 50% transparency. So you can overlay it on your camera so that you can see and try to match it up and align it with the existing landscape. That would have helped. That would have helped a lot. <laughs> that was most of our, we're going to get into it. There's one we'll get into, but it took a long time just to get the exact position. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I was trying to line up any features I can. Um, so in addition to that, we also scheduled, we actually scheduled a Game of Thrones tour in Dubrovnik that helped us a lot. And what was that tour of? Um, so it took us to various locations throughout Dubrovnik. It gave us a history of Dubrovnik, which was really nice. Um, but it also pointed out different scenes and they allowed you time to get into position and take specific photos. Um, and they told you that those specific scenes that happened. So you, in case like we didn't know what we were going into, they told us the scenes. Okay. Right. It, While we it, were there. A lot of these locations, you would have never known Game of Thrones was filmed there. And so what he did, the tour guide did, was he would bring us to his, an area within the city and then tell us, you know, this scene was filmed here and then provide us with pictures just like I have of that scene. Some of them we did already have, but I think a lot he provided too, which was nice. He had a whole binder. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had a binder them. full of them. And actually, I, I took pictures of those myself and then tried <laughs> to do some on my own later on. Uh, but if you are in Dubrovnik, 
definitely recommend this tour. It was awesome. We learned a lot. Do you yeah. remember the name of it? I don't know the name. I found it through Viator. I definitely looked up a couple different ones. This one had great reviews. Um, I did pick a shortened version. They did a longer version where they took you to the Arboretum where we go later. I think we plan on talking about it, but we did a shortened version so we could go to the Arboretum by ourselves. Right. Yeah. But very informative guy. Um, a lot of fun. Definitely recommend it if you're in Dubrovnik. You remember talking to Vito? Yeah. Um, so I guess there's a lot in his area too, but it's not as touristy. So I don't know if there are actually uh, guided tours up there specifically for Game of Thrones, but he said there's a lot of filming locations up there as well. Right. I don't yeah. actually remember where he's from. We'll have to review it that. It started with an again. R. It started with an R. Um, Definitely not Reykjavik. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember where. It probably sounds like Reykjavik. Revenge? That might Something be. like that? Yeah. It's up north. Yeah. We yeah. almost planned it as a part of our trip, but I didn't know if there was Game of Thrones. He was up there near, or not. He was up near Pula. And that's up there, uh, right? Yep, that's right there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then that's it. Okay. Look, at Marlia has the the Croatia geography in her mind. Um, Always. All right. So let's let's start. So the first place was this the first place we started taking the pictures. The Where? the first place we're going to discuss is Cliss Fortress, and yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, this was a an old fortress um, right outside the city of Split. Above it way up right above the city overlooking the city of split along the coast uh split is a beautiful city but um it has pretty significant historical significance it was a medieval fortress used as a royal castle for several croatian kings the romans were there the illyrians it was toppled and then you know captured multiple times throughout history uh it was used during the ottoman wars in europe and now it's actually in pretty bad shape. It's crumbling. There are rocks everywhere. It's not a safe walk, especially, I mean, if you have young kids, I don't know how, how safe it would be. It's not maintained in any way. There were little kids there when we went. Were there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, when we were there, though, there was not a lot of people. Compared to what no. else we were doing, mm-hmm. this had the lowest amount of tourists there just because there's nothing. It's a crumbling fortress. There's nothing to really see. hard to get to. Because we had we rented our own car, and I doubt there's many tours that go up to Cliss Fortress. It was a little bit of a drive. True, yeah, and it doesn't really it, there doesn't seem to be a lot to do there. If you're not into Game of Thrones, I don't know if I would recommend it necessarily. It's it's it was cool, but at the same time, there's so much else to do. I don't know if I would put this on high on your priority list. I think the best thing if you're not a Game of Thrones fan about it was just the view of Split because you could look down, see all of Split and the ocean, and it was just a really nice view. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be following all of this on Google Maps, so it does look pretty cool. Okay, and yeah, the Croatian coastline is from pictures I've seen from you and others. It's just gorgeous and it's all along the adriatic which borders the italian right. and yeah there are um, a thousand islands included within the croatian country uh in the adriatic over a thousand yeah it's really cool yeah very neat country so all right so that to, to put the scene or put the the Clis fortress in perspective for the show this is where Daenerys occupied as the city of marine and that you know anybody who watches the show now instantly knows what i'm talking about um one of the more significant scenes from this from this fortress was I don't remember, what season was it. It was when um, Daenerys makes the decision to punish one of the newly freed slaves for killing the captured uh, sons of the harpy. So she she decides to put him on a fair trial and she brings him to this platform 
and then makes deci- makes the decision to have Dario decapitate him and kill him. And then once that happens, they all go, pss, they hiss mm-hmm. at her. And then she has to run away uh, under cover of the shields from the Unsullied. And that that walkway where she's running with the shields over her head, that's where one of the pictures that you're going to see was actually taken. And the picture we have isn't her of her running with the Unsullied. It's a picture of her with uh, Sir Barristan Semley and I think maybe Jorah. And I should have the pictures up. I'll, I'll pull those up. Um, but uh, uh, we took a lot there too. But that was that was one of the more significant scenes from Cliss Fortress that I can remember. Yeah, I don't remember that scene very well at all. There's, I think, multiple scenes that happen there though. There's many, many. They changed it a little bit too. They added like steps that aren't actually there. That was one of the cool things was the CG, the difference in the actual setting, the actual fortress, and then what the show CGI'd into that area that you were able to, to then identify. Um, another one is when she crucified all the slave masters and, and posted them. Uh, yeah, we have a picture mimicking that, which is one of the funnier ones that keeps getting flagged by Instagram for being too gratuitous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It keeps getting pulled down. Um, that, that one was also in that same location. What did you think about when we were taking our pictures there? Well, the one I remember the most is where you have me standing like a guard and you, you were up in like a tower to get the right angle. Yeah. And you kept telling me, no, a step to the right. No, a little more to the right. No, to the left. No, it took a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> I had to yell it to you. Yeah. I was, I was on this tower overlooking where Marlia was standing and she was pretending to be, you know, standing as one of the unsullied guards. And it was just against this wall at Quiz Fortress. And this is one of the cool ones that when you see the side by side, you'll notice the stairs that exist in the show, but then don't exist in... Um, in in the actual fortress, uh, yeah, I always I always like looking yeah. at those like the differences between what you guys took because you can even see the line. I mean, they did blend it fairly well, but it's still noticeable, right? Yeah, something that you would never notice otherwise without having the side by side of the actual actual location. And I don't know where I got that one. So, uh, oh, an interesting thing oh, about wow. Quest Fortress is that picture online, the one of the uh, guard. An interesting thing, once you get to the top, you can actually, there's a room up there that is dedicated to Game of Thrones. And they have pictures of the cast filming there. And they had, what, like some medieval armor. That was, yeah, I think they were two different rooms. One room did have like the cast all along the walls though. And then there was one that I think was more dedicated to the actual history and had armor and like weapons. And, they had like swords yeah. and, and stuff. So yeah, that's right. So one was dedicated to real history and then they had a room dedicated to the filming um, of that area. So that, that was, that was cool. Cliss Fortress. Like I said, if, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, maybe check it out, maybe make it a point. It is hard to get to. If you miss it, I don't think it's the end of the world. You're not going to necessarily miss too much, but at the same time, I think it was just neat to be there knowing that the cast was there and, and comparing our pictures to theirs. Yeah. Cause there's a pretty stacked photo. Like one of the, one of the great scenes is them walking up those stairs with Danny in the front and then Jorah and Barristan behind her with all the unsullied. Yeah. You guys took that photo and Marlia replicating that same walk. And I think you guys had asked me to do a lot of the photoshopping to actually put yeah. you guys into the scene, Yeah, which was really cool. Yeah. But I just, I realized afterwards you could have just replicated those <laughs> poses anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still cool that you it were there. It was neat, yeah. All right, you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, Walk of Shame. Where did where was this? 
So the walk of shame, every single person listening to this knows what I'm talking about now. It's one of the most iconic scenes from the show. This shame. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to that. So, uh, <laughs> so this staircase is actually known as Jesuit's staircase. Jesuit's staircase. Uh, and this leads from the Gundulic Square. <laughs> now, sorry for any of my pronunciation, especially if you're from Croatia. I have, I'm horrible at pronouncing. Even his own language. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah, water. I've heard. <laughs> Listen, we've, water's okay. We've, we cut a lot of slack <laughs> for me saying water for the one episode in Thailand. All right. So this staircase leads to Gundulic, what is it? Gundulic Square? I'm not sure about that one. Um, in front of St. Iguan, <laughs> what church is that? Ignatius. Ignatius Church, and it was completed in 1738. So this is, it's a beautiful staircase, and it leads to this open area in front of a church. Uh, Marlene and I actually had one of our most romantic dinners there. Uh, it was amazing. There was this guy playing the guitar behind her. Yeah. We had very fresh seafood. We were actually one of the only people there, sitting yeah. in this giant courtyard. It was just her and I with this guy playing a guitar. It was one of the greatest experiences we've had. Was that the same one that you talked about in our uh, most memorable places episode? No, it's actually a different one. Um, both were in Croatia, but just, I mean, we had amazing dinners every night. Yeah. But <laughs> this one, uh, maybe I'll post a picture of it. This one was pretty. And then to, as you go down the stairs in real time, you know, when you're actually there, there's going to be restaurants on every side of you. Uh, and the stairs leads to this open market produce section. The day, yeah, they have the- a, a market. You can buy fruit and vegetables and like, I don't, they have multiple stands out there. Yeah. Yeah. During the night, it's just like an open, it was just an open square kind of. Was it? Yeah. But all the restaurants have outdoor seating during the night too. So I think that took up some of it. Right. Yeah. And, and so the scene, I mean, what needs to be said about the scene that isn't already known? One of the most, most iconic scenes in the entire series, a huge moment for the character, uh, a, a beautiful moment for the show, I guess, depending on your opinion of Cersei Lannister. Um, curious to see where her character ends up in this coming season. Did you get an app that you could, you know, shake your phone and it did the shame and ring the bell? Oh, yeah. All of my coworkers know about this app. Yeah, the shame <laughs> bell. Yeah. He uh, had it right after the actual episode aired. He got that app immediately. So he could just around the follow house. me around. Yeah. But it came in handy during this. Well, anytime. Shooting too, because he had a lot of fun with that following me. So you're not going to need help finding the stairs. If you're in Dubrovnik in Old Town and you just walk around for 10 minutes, you're going to come across these stairs. They're very easy to find. They're a main, they're, you know, on a main artery within the Old Town. So you're going to stumble across them. You'll, you'll know them when you see them. Um, but yeah, anytime we ended up walking down them, I would, I would purposely slow down and get behind her and just yell, shame. Shame. He thought it was really funny, but Hilarious. the people that work there and live there probably hear it like, yeah. how many times a day? Well, it's like prob- just all day. <laughs> it's all probably day. the equivalent. You know, we lived at the in Philadelphia in Fairmount at the art museum for years, and oh yeah, people would come there and turn the Rocky music on yeah. on their phone and then run up the stairs. That's a good comparison. And it's probably the same thing. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen people do that so many times, and it's cool. I mean, I get it. I love being a tourist. You know, I'm all for it. Uh, but yeah, it's probably. Another, exact game, same thing. another yeah. game of Thrones fan visiting the, 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 the you know, old town of Dubrovnik. Next to the other 20. Yeah. At the same time. This one was actually one of the funnier, uh, relates to one of the funnier stories we heard while we were doing the Game of Thrones tour. Yeah. The, the tour guide told us that during the filming of 
the walk of shame. They get a lot of their extras from Croatia. They're just Croatians that live there, obviously. So he ended up, now he knew a few, I think, but this one in specific was very memorable. Yeah, it was a young, it was a young guy. And I guess he hasn't, didn't see too many naked women at this point in his life. And so he was supposed to be one of the religious fanatics standing along the sides as Cersei walked down the steps. And I, he was obviously supposed to have a very serious face on, but due to the unclothed woman, he could not get rid of the smile on his face <laughs> so much to the point that they had to ask him to, to leave. Like he couldn't film as an extra. No way. Because he just couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. Uh, poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a funny story. He had a lot of funny stories. I mean, uh, Tyrion, did. Uh, Peter Dinklage getting yeah, drunk actually, and stumbling around, couldn't yeah. find his way back to his hotel. Wait, that's so Peter Dinklage is Tyrion. That's what we he said. Is, yeah. yeah. And um, the Hound, apparently one of the nicest guys in, in the world, but would walk around with full makeup on and purposely scare people <laughs> just for the fun of it. <laughs> I mean, he's a uh, very big guy. So, I, I, and, and older people, older citizens of Croatia, I guess, aren't really in touch with Game of Thrones, you know? And so they don't really know what's going on as much. Well, maybe they will now. Yeah, yeah. But so taking our pictures here, I think this is one of the easier places that we've that we took pictures, right? He thinks so. This is the one I mentioned earlier where I specifically remember that it was hard for me because you kept m- having to move me over and over and over just to get the windows aligned. This is when the app would have came in a- in handy. Yeah. He even had me pull my hair up because you had to see my shoulders better. Like it was it was difficult for me, but he thought it was easy. You have to strive for perfection. How much time did you spend trying to take these photos? Not mm-hmm. long. Because I were we still on the tour at this point or we went no. back later? We went back later. Okay. Yeah. Because I think it was crowded during the tour when we went. Yeah, we didn't want anyone I think on we, the stairs. Yeah, we woke up. Did Was it early in the morning or something? We ran there just to get sure. the picture. <laughs> I think we might have. How big is Split in Dubrovnik like compared to a, an American city small. they're smaller i'm not sure you know like can you walk around in a day can you do what can you walk around the city in a oh, day oh absolutely so well, dubrovnik is the old town is the walled in ancient you know medieval city and that's where a majority of the tourists tend to stick to once you get outside of the walled in city it gets to be more modern um okay still cool i mean we walked around know. out there a is little dubrovnik bit. more modern outside I think it's, yeah, it gets a little more modern with, with hotels and, and things like that. But um, the old town is the big, the main attraction, and that's not very big. And I don't remember, I think they said like in, in peak season, they can get 50,000 tourists a day. Yeah, they were saying they had to cut it down. Right. They're trying to figure out ways to regulate it. So Okay. But uh, to answer your question, Split, we only spent our time in Diocletian's Palace, which was very small. You could walk around that in a few hours. Split okay. itself, I don't think you could walk around in one day, but Split I, seemed to be we like wanted a real to city. spend all of our time at Diocletian's Palace. So yeah. it wasn't, yeah. So okay. the city of Split may have been more comparable, but we didn't spend our time in the actual city. Okay. Whenever we go to a city, that's like the first thing we kind of figure out is how much, uh, how much can you walk around and how much can you see in a day? And most American cities, you can't. I mean, the bigger ones, it takes maybe two to three days to actually walk around fully. And if you're not driving, which you guys had a rental car. But like, if you go to Asheville, Asheville is a well-known American city, but you can walk around that in like half a day. Yeah. We are actually talking about that recently. That might be our next uh, 
small trip with the baby. Yeah, that's that an on, easy one. That's on our calendar. Uh, no, that's Savannah. No, that's the Asheville one is on our calendar. Oh, I thought you put that on there. I thought you put that on there. <laughs> I put it on there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh. I don't, I don't know. know what it is. Yeah. Maybe I did put it on there. I don't know. All right. So I think that's it for for the walk of shame. I mean, this one, when you look at the pictures, compare the, the one of Marlea to the actual scene. You'll see the difference. You'll see the windows are all the same. I think this one had the least amount of CGI changes. Other than in the background, you'll notice a difference. Um, the 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 actual picture that I took has houses because you know once you get outside of Old Town Dubrovnik the, the it goes up into a hill mm-hmm. and there are houses all along the hill. <clears throat> I think for Cersei you it's saw the castle you saw the castle yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yep just another nice. cool one very neat area and very easy to find in Old Town Dubrovnik. So this next one I'm kind of curious because it I honestly it's such a weird structure in the series. And it was, I guess, not that hard to believe, but still weird. The House of the Undying. Right. Yeah. So this is, again, located in Dubrovnik, but it's actually on the walls. So one of the main things that you'll do when you go to Dubrovnik is tour the walls. And you can, you pay whatever it is and you go up top and and it's, it's an awesome experience because the walls go out, they jut out into the water, they come back around and you have, you're, you're then elevated over the entire city with beautiful views of this old town. Now, the house of the undying is actually a defense fort, um, that I, I, is it a lighthouse? No, no, it's just a defense fortress. It's just built up on top of the wall today. So a lot of their old cities had walls, were walled in for defense but this specific one you could walk along the top of the walls i don't know the exact reason if it was for defense or whatever but it's nice to walk around them yeah no it it was for defense it was for you know like archers the wall was yeah 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 but the what is the round structure that's just an additional level of defense it just brings you higher yeah Mm -hmm. it's a defense tower huh all right that was closer to like the city than the ocean i guess that was for land defense interesting okay and Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking it up on Google Maps. Oh, so here we go. So the the out it's a called it's a defensive outpost called Mincenta, and it provided protection to the northern side of the city. Yeah. And it's in if you're going to tour the walls, you def it takes two seconds. Go up top. I think we sat and watched the sunset from up there. Right? We tried. So they have only specific hours that you can walk around. The best time, I think, actually, Bobby did it without me because we did it one night and then you went back very early the next morning because no one else would be there and you got amazing photos and had a great time up there Yeah, without all the traffic. (laughs) I went up there. It was like 6 a.m. I slept in and didn't join him, but – sorry. (laughs) But you (laughs) – we did try to watch the sunset, but it – closes at the same time that sunset is so we were sitting up there trying to watch it and at the same time there were people walking around telling you it's time to leave it's time to leave so we didn't i don't think we ended up watching the full sunset right okay and all right so and to put this this uh, defense tower into perspective of the show it's the house of the undying it is where the the most significant scene for this location is when uh the warlock and karth steals danny's dragons and then danny shows up and it's this circular structure she's with jorah and she starts running around in circles trying to 
chase the warlock and eventually Jorah loses sight of her. And then she somehow, you know, with the warlock's magic ends up in the structure and then has to find her dragons, ultimately does, and then burns the warlock alive, you know, Dracarys. Dracarys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then ends up uh, getting out of there. And I think they made it look a lot bigger than it actually is. It oh was, yeah. It yeah. Was Hell yeah. Not that large. Yeah. No. Um, she ran around like I've, only one time when, that would have taken her like, yeah, six times around. But yeah. um, this was actually one of the harder places that we ended up taking pictures because it was so crowded when we were there. And the, I mean, for Dubrovnik, the walls are, they might be the main attraction or one of the more um, occupied attractions when you're in the town. And so we could not get to a point where Marlia could stand in that location without people walking behind her, coming from in front of her to walk around her. It was just so hard to finally get even a moment to just have her line it up. I mean, we were standing, you know, we were like in position, ready to go, but just could not get a free second there. And remember the cat? Yeah. (laughs) How could you not? There was a cat sitting on the, like right behind where we were trying to take this photo. There was a family that kept, they, they were just obsessed with this cat. I don't. It was like they never saw a cat in their lives. But they just wanted to pet it. All the cats are nice. They're all strays, but they just they just wanted to pet it for the whole time we were taking photos. And it was behind Marlia. <laughs> so if you see the picture where I'm comparing her to the house of the, you probably see of it. the Undying, you might. I yeah. never looked to see if you I could see know. the cat. But there was a cat behind her that, for some reason, people just wanted to pet. And so they would. Not only were people walking back and forth, but they would sit there. They would pet the cat, and they would stop, and we would just wait for them. And eventually, someone would walk away, and we're like, "Okay, this is our shot." And then someone would walk right back up and start petting the cat again. So that one, which really would have been one of the easiest ones because there weren't that many features to line up, ended up taking us the longest. Probably because of the time of day too. Had we gone, had I gone back with you early, right, we could right. have got it mm. quick. Right. But, this is in the evening, right? Dinner time yeah. or so. Sunset. Yeah. 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 What, did you guys mention in the beginning when you actually went, what time of year? Well, no, it was in September. It was the end, end of, of September. September. So we did it okay. tail end. Um, you know, I have nothing to compare it to as far as what time you should go, but we really liked it. We were at the tail end of their tourist season. Yeah. Even like we may have been right after tourist season ended, like the beginning of their non tourist season. It was pretty dead. It was. Yeah. It was, it was as empty in certain places. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were things that were starting to close. So a lot of European coastal towns, they end up closing shop in, in the winter months and moving in, I guess it's just, there's but I can't imagine if this was their off season, how busy it is during busy season. Right. Cause that was, it was crowded. It was, it was still crowded. Um, but we didn't have to wait for a lot of things. I highly recommend it. The weather was still good enough. The water was a little cold, um, but we still did boat tours. We were able to lay out on the beach, mm-hmm. you know, the stone, the stone the beach. Stone beach. Um, <laughs> they don't really have sand beaches. They don't. They don't have sand beaches, no. so they're all. That sounds really comfortable. They're all pebble beaches. You get <laughs> when you're really it. tired, yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> well, the one day that when we actually laid out, we were pretty hungover. Yeah. So it worked out well. We both just fell asleep <laughs> on rocks. So it was still nice. It was. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, I think that's something that we're going to try to stick to going forward is to visit places like Italy. You know, uh, more right popular. on the cuff of the tourist. Right at the end. Yeah. yeah. Either or right at the beginning, like in May, or right at the end in September. Um, for as long as we can so the, do that, because once our daughter's in school, we're going to have to be going when she's, you know, on summer vacation. When she's in school, because then you don't have to walk. 
See how Elliot thinks? No, Elliot. <laughs> you want to share those things with her. Um, <laughs> all right. I just want to clarify. So the tourist season starts roughly around May? It's right around our, our summer season, yeah. Yeah, it's our summer season, like June. Their, their yeah. weather, I think, is relatively okay. similar. Yeah, I believe so. They have the Mediterranean climate. All right. Because right, they don't really share the same... I guess it, the tourist season is just mainly U.S. coming over. Um, U.S. and because we're the only ones that really have a big summer vacation. I don't. I think it's a lot of Europe. A lot of Europe, actually. I think a lot of people throughout the United Kingdom travel to Croatia, and the, the I've never heard more people talk about it than Australians. Oh yeah. For some uh, reason, well, they have like six months of vacation every year. Yeah, they get to go everywhere. Yeah, but. Americans seem to gravitate towards uh, like Italy and Croatia had a lot of similarities to oh, Italy. Yeah, the food was even similar. Right. But less tourism and just equally awesome in its own right. And just, I mean, a little more unique. When we were telling people we were going to Croatia, um, a lot of them were surprised and they didn't really, they, we were the first people to ever tell them that we were going to visit that country. Um, but I think when you talk to Australians and maybe more people in throughout, you know, Western Europe, I think it's a more popular destination. Is it cheaper? Yeah. I know you guys haven't been to Italy yet, but yeah. it, you've, I know you've planned. I think just because it's not as popular. Right. I think it's cheaper. Okay. Because yeah. Croatia's had a kind of tumultuous history mm-hmm. up until like, what, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of that adds to our, I mean, it added to our trip. You, We made a stop in... Um, Help me out. Bosnia? Bosnia. And you could see like all the buildings. Nothing was built back up because they didn't have the tourism that Dubrovnik has. And they were able to fix buildings. and. Right. Yeah. I I mean, Croatia is fortunate to have a big, beautiful coastline, which allowed tourism to skyrocket uh, after the war was over. And so they ended up getting the money to rebuild. Uh, Countries like Bosnia with a very small coastline, unfortunately are not getting the same influx of tourists and therefore not getting the money to rebuild their infrastructure. Uh, we went to, um, what was it? Uh, Mostar bridge in Bosnia. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, it, it's yeah. such an amazing town, but the road there, uh, it was a, it was a bumpy road. Um, yeah, the buildings, I mean, you could see bullet holes and, and, oh, yeah. and, and um, shell shellings. It, yeah, there was still a lot of dilapidated yeah. infrastructure, but it, it, I'm sure they're they're recovering. And still, I wouldn't let that deter you from even taking a day trip out to Mustar because oh, no, it was gorgeous. It was such a gorgeous town. The food and was since great. The culture was just—it's so different. And yeah, the little market—it mm-hmm. was amazing. We ended up buying jewelry yeah. there from this guy who has been crafting it, you know, for generations. It was passed down, and he does it through like brass with these precious stones and does it by hand and i mean we bought a we bought a bunch of bracelets and stuff and One gave them out as gifts yeah but it yeah no yeah. one else will ever have anything no even similar they're all no that all and that sort of adds to yeah. what makes what makes like bosnia and um montenegro so awesome is that they are less traversed and then yeah but just as gorgeous with yeah yeah you know similar views right. foods still to die for and right all the wine yeah. really really cheap yeah, the wine is very cheap. Uh, I there. think that's common throughout yeah. Europe. Was it good? So good. My favorite wine they think originated in Croatia, so that was that was Z- a highlight for me. Zinfandel, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zin. Oh, nice. Yeah, the history of Croatia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Serbia, all of it, Montenegro, Albania, 
it's like the political boundaries have all shifted so many times in the last 50 years. It's kind of crazy because I don't think Croatia had that much of a coastline before. And down near Dubrovnik, it's only like 30 kilometers mm-hmm. wide. Yeah. Because you can you can pretty much go from Dubrovnik to Her- Bosnia in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, you actually have to cross through Bosnia to get to Dubrovnik. There's, right. it, they don't share. There's um, a break. Bosnia has a little part of the oh yeah it does coastline mm-hmm. so you have to drive through it to get to Dubrovnik which is Croatia remember when I almost drove through the border checkpoint yeah it? yeah Bobby thought he was you know being friendly with the border <laughs> guy in Bosnia and the guy in Bosnia didn't think the same thing they were on different wavelengths yeah he didn't know much English but he did know do you think this is funny he definitely <laughs> knew that line <laughs> and and you said yes I said, no, sorry. Like, I apologize. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just American. Yeah, I'm just dumb. I'm, I'm just, just a dumb American. <laughs> yeah. I can get you out of a lot. Or, or, or it'll get you out of Depends on, what, on the circumstance, I guess. When you were in Dubrovnik, did you go up to Kritz, that little stone cross and outlook up at the top of the city? No. I think you can take like one of those, what are they called? Like a, like a uh, ski lift type thing. What are they called? A lift. I think it's funicular. I think you're probably right. I have no idea. But- you can take those up. There's a lot of those in Europe. Funicular. <laughs> and we didn't we didn't have the time to add that in. No. We got good enough views, I think, driving around and Yeah. I think you can hike it. That's only like a twenty five hundred foot climb. Yeah, we well we had an Airbnb on the on that hill. And so we had an Airbnb that we overlooked the town. Up. Yeah. And then if you fly into Dubrovnik, your ride from the airport to the actual city you're going to see amazing views. It rides right along the cliff's edge with views of the city. You, you round a mountainside and then you get an amazing view of the old town jutting out into the Adriatic. It's something that you're going to remember forever when you see it. Where is the airport? No idea. We didn't We didn't fly out of there. We didn't fly out of Dubrovnik. We just drove up that way to go to Couture. Um, but uh, we, we flew out of Split. Okay. And you guys flew into... Split. We flew into Hungary. Well, yeah, flying okay. in. We flew into Budapest and then Took ended up bus. taking a bus from Budapest to Zagreb. And then we got a car in Zagreb and then just drove through the entire country of Croatia. Yeah. And then flew out of Split, yeah. All right, you want to get back on to this? Oh, sorry. sorry for the little tangent. little tangent. <laughs> so next is the Dubrovnik West Harbor. And this is, if you're familiar with Dubrovnik, this is going to be the harbor between the defense tower of Malia. How do you pronounce that? Where? Oh, I don't know. Lovrijenac? Lovrijenac. So it's a defense tower on the western side of the old town of Dubrovnik. And it's it's just a... Um, no, I'm sorry. It's a harbor between the defense tower on the western side of the old town of Dubrovnik. And that's that's pretty much the history. There are a ton of scenes from this area. So you're going you're gonna to understand exactly this what I'm talking Blackwater about. This is Blackwater Bay. Yeah. So the, it's used uh, as Blackwater yeah. Bay. It is where uh, Cersei watches Jamie approach on the boat from Dorne with the body of Marcella. Uh, you see her body draped in the gold shroud. Um, it is the scene where Littlefinger talks with Sansa about fleeing, and you know Shay is standing behind her. And I think it's right where they were playing the game. Um, Sansa was playing it with Shay, I think, where they were saying, you know, you d- you pretend to know where oh, a boat yeah. was going. You make up a story yep. on the boat. So there are multiple scenes yeah. at this location. It's the dock that juts out, and then there's the stones in front of it that then lead ultimately to the larger bay. Um, okay. We ended up kayaking yeah. out of there, which was amazing. Yeah, we did a kayak tour. Oh, really? And it left yeah. And it departed and came back there. So, so that's awesome. Yeah. I rem- we've been. I mean, we've rewatched the 
whole series maybe twice since we came back at least twice. Yeah. And, um, every time that there's like, I think it's especially the one when Jamie comes back. Cause you see Cersei walking down the steps onto the shoreline mm-hmm. and we're like, Oh, we walked those steps. Oh, right. we stood right there. That's where our kayak took off from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you want to really see what it actually looks like, there was not really any CGI there in that scene. Not too much. No. So it's the scene. Except where, yeah. for a, I think above is where the castle is supposed to be. Right. On the left. Right. Yeah. I'm, you can, you can drop a guy on Google earth there. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And you see kayaks in there, right? In the in the picture on Google Earth, I believe. There's there's several. The one I'm on doesn't. No. Oh. There's just a guy sitting on the end fishing. Yeah, so that's that was neat. So, you know, the dock it was when we were there, there was actually fishermen that I think just got back or they were messing uh-huh. with boats or yeah. something. And it ended up just being perfect because in the actual picture that I had, it was of Sansa and Littlefinger standing at the end of the pier and these guys were in like perfect position to mimic their the, the stances of Sansa and Littlefinger, <laughs> and so I Marlia didn't even get in that one because those no, guys I think were I may there. have been standing in like the corner, the back corner, because in that scene, like that may have been where Shay was standing or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I. Yeah. But I wasn't. I wasn't the main character in that scene. No, she was. A, she's it. an extra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this this is one of the the easier pictures to take, but then one of the more significant ones with the CGI uh, differences. So in one of the pictures you're going to see, I took a picture of the dock on an angle facing Dubrovnik. And in my picture, there is no red keep, obviously. And right. if when it's compared to the actual Game of Thrones picture, you're going to see the red keep on the end of the Dubrovnik that juts out into the water. And so that was super cool to see the difference there. Do you see what I'm talking about, Elliot? Uh, I'm trying to find And again, for those of you listening, all of these pictures are going to be uploaded throughout the week. I think we're probably going to do one or two a day um, just to to help you understand what we're talking about. It's easy to Google too. Yeah, you could Google it. And if you scroll down, I've already posted them all in one post that you'll just have to swipe through. So they're already on there. Easy to find. I'm almost there. Yeah. (laughs) Just another second. There it is. That's really it for that one. Do you have anything else to add on? No, but I can I mention our one of our honorable mentions right now? Yeah, sure. Just because so the the one that's on the right of it, Fort Fort Le Virginan Neck, (laughs) (laughs) Um, or the Red Keep Courtyard. There are so many scenes that were filmed here. I feel like Um, this. We went here during our Game of Thrones tour, and the guy that we were with, our tour guide, had so many photos in his binder. Yeah. Um, of this location. There were I helped me out with the scenes that were actually oh, there. Yeah, like Joffrey's it was Joffrey's birthday party. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joffrey's um, birthday party. There was okay. a scene where it's like little finger down there or something. Yeah, there's so many and it's just this tiny little fort, but so many areas of it look so different that they were able to film different scenes there. Right. The one you guys have on your photo is the, the scene you is with Sansa and Samuel Tarley. Is that the same one? No. Oh, wait. Are you talking about the, the Arboretum in the, at the fountain? Yeah. Yeah, that's our next oh, topic. Yeah. I, yeah, not... I skipped. I'm sorry. I messed up the whole timeline. Oh, that's why you don't have the yeah. photo. No. The, so that one's different. We'll get to that one. That isn't Sam Maltarly, but we'll talk about which one that is. All right. It, right. That's it's, that, it's that's that clown. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we can go there. The jester. Yeah. All right. Well, did we skip ahead? Yeah, I skipped ahead a little bit. So that picture, we'll talk about it. Um. It is, it's of Sansa and do we remember, do we remember his name? So um, in season, in, I think it's in the third and fourth season, it's set as the Red Keep's Palace Gardens. And then 
I mean, this is where Sansa and Marjorie eat lemon cakes together, and it's Dantos. It's it's yeah, Dantos Hollard, and this is the guy who Joffrey almost killed in his name day by drowning about the him with wine. Guy. The little courtyard with the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a fountain. I thought it was a fountain, but so Sansa yeah. intervenes and she tells Joffrey that it would be bad luck for him to kill someone in his name day, so he doesn't. And then later on in the show. Uh, Dantos follows Sansa through the, the godswoods. Remember, she's walking and she hears footsteps behind her or something or notices like a shadow. I forget what it is, but she notices someone's following her. And eventually he he like pushes her into a corner or something and thanks her for helping him out and ends up giving her the necklace. And we all remember what happens with that yeah, necklace later on in the show. very infamous necklace. So we, right. We all do. Can you, can you remind those who d- don't remember? Do you not remember the you necklace? You don't remember the necklace? Spoiler alert. Dude, you need to catch up, man. You need to, you need to rewatch this. Spoil alert. Yeah. Is it like season four, I think? It's either season it's three season or four. Three or four. Yeah. Um it's I ne- mean you remember the specific scene where Joffrey chokes, turns purple. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the Joffrey chokes? It's pigeon pie. Yeah. Right. Is it really the pigeon pie? Or is it something like Oh, it was that necklace. necklace? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So it was the necklace that Elena I ended up putting poison in. You know, you can unscrew one of the, the gems or something, the crystals and Anyway, um, so that's the picture that we have of Marlia in that room, in that are in the arboretum, is of Sansa with with Dantos Hollard, and uh, I guess they're having a conversation. I guess about the necklace at that point. I don't think they were talking about it. No, he, that's when he gave it to her, right? No, I think I think he was going to try to get her out of. They were just going to ex- escape on a boat out right. of. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. King's Landing, which the boat takes off from Blackwater Bay. Yep. Yes. Yes. And that cool dock. And yes, I did see what you were talking about mm-hmm. with the CGI mm-hmm. when you pan left. So, I mean, all right, so this yeah. area with Dantos Hollard, this is, it's just a green space. It's a, it was developed by a family in the 15th century. Uh, it included the a summer. Arboretum. The Arboretum. Yeah. It included a summer residence and it has, it's just this really awesome collection of plants and walkways um, and fountains. It's, it's beautiful. It's right along the coast. I recommend going to it. Uh, anything else on that? On the- no, they, it it was beautiful. The fountains I don't think were ever included in um, Game of Thrones, but they had this huge fountain. I think like a little pools, even like along the oh, fountain. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of the one in Rome. What's the famous fountain in Rome? The fin- oh, yeah. uh, you have a picture of it. Yep, I do. The one yeah. you throw quarters or something into Trevi Fountain. Yeah, um, it's it was like a smaller version of that. And that you know, if you're going to travel through Croatia, you're going to no- notice a lot of Roman influence in the architecture, just because. It was at one point part of the Roman Empire. I specifically remember getting to this fountain, though, and then a little kitten following you around. Bobby yeah. hates cats, but this cat would not leave him alone. <laughs> he followed us the whole time we were in there. Everywhere we went, just trailed behind you with his little tail. Yeah. Really cute, it's, I thought. It's a constant battle between a love for animals and a hatred for cats. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really hate cats, for nice. those of you listening. I have nice. two cats. I'm just kidding. He just hates ours. <laughs> Um, all right. There's a fountain within the, the Arboretum that the Tricinto Arboretum that, I mean, it just reminded me of that fountain. Yeah, it's, I don't know it's much it's smaller. It looks like it, but it just reminds you. Yeah. 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 It has like Roman Romanesque Esque. features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, probably the easiest picture that we took there though, right? The one of Sansa. Yeah, that was well, easy. But then there was also the, the one where she's, they're under like this, um, yeah. I don't even know what you would call it. Not a gazebo, but like a right. little canopy area where they Have would like, sit. Mm-hmm. Well, where she's would... eating the lemon cakes. She's speaking oh, with yeah. Marjorie. Right. Um, right. Yeah. 
I remember and that, that was blocked off, but we did were able to take a picture in front of it. Right, right. And it's it's not very far from Dubrovnik. How long do you think it took us to get there? From I know Dubrovnik? it's right outside. It might even yeah. be considered Dubrovnik, but it was just not within the city walls. You, yeah, you have to drive there or take a bus or something. You couldn't walk there, but it wasn't very far uh, to get there. <clears throat> yeah, I really want to go just all over Croatia. Just everywhere, yeah. Yeah, I also, I mean, I want to see pretty much every filming location. We want to go back and go all over again. Yeah. Yeah, well, now, I mean, we're interested in, we're throwing around the idea of maybe Northern Ireland, because there's so many. So Winterfell is all Northern Ireland. Is it really? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, most of it. A lot of it is Northern Ireland. Um, Dorne, I believe, is Spain, and maybe Morocco, from what I understand. Um, yeah, I think it was mostly Spain. Iceland is north of the Wall, but yeah, it's... It would be cool to do this all over the world. Uh, yeah. That would be really neat. I just want to look up like different filming locations of my favorite movies now and just make sure I, every time I visit. Go there. Any new spot, just look up different movies that have been filmed there. And there's got to be a database somewhere. Someone's got to have done that already. Oh, yeah. I follow a page on Instagram. I forget what her page is now, but that's all she does. She doesn't actually reenact the scene she'll just print out the picture and hold it out in front of her and take oh this. yeah i love that yeah and she does it all over the world because a lot of people do that with uh historical photos too and i think that's really cool yeah yeah some of the most i mean the yeah. world war ii ones of like normandy the beaches of normandy and things like that are built or or towns within uh europe after world war ii and then comparing them i honestly don't even know how they even line it right. up from the world war ii photo because most of them don't have any kind of landmark because right. all of the buildings are just right. rubble yeah, those pictures are pretty unbelievable. Especially the beaches of Normandy always blows my mind. You know, the destruction and the death that happened there. And now that it's just used as this normal yeah. beach destination. So it's it's crazy yeah. to think of. So I think I think those are the main pictures yeah. that we that we took. We have some honorable mentions that we got into, but those are those are the main ones, the main attractions that we saw. We're gonna get into a few more that we did not end up seeing, uh, but that we wanted to. We just ran out of time. You ran out of time? even with everything planned down to the minute we couldn't fit them in yeah wow so if you didn't plan it down to the minute you probably only see one of those things who knows (laughs) right this is not something you can do (laughs) without planning it right right thank you hey and and for the record marlia is very much on board with uh, my planning it works well together when she looked at our peru itinerary um she approved well, no, she was like, when we do ours, we'll just make sure it's down to the hour again. Because <laughs> I took it easy on us. I, well, he likes to take a lot of credit for itineraries, Croatia and I will, Thailand for and the record, Hawaii. I, will, I do a lot Hawaii, of that. I will give you record. Hawaii. I, I mean, Hawaii. I will, for the record, I will give you credit on the air. Yes, you do. You help a lot. With Croatia, you helped a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, you did a lot of that planning. Um, you make a good team, right? Yeah. Um, I asked my coworkers. I had a post-it for every day, every location. I, I put it all on my desk. It was a desk of post-its. Yeah. I did a lot of planning. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some of the honorable mentions here. So I we have them all listed out. So the, the first one, Diocletian's Palace palace and Split. So Which, just by the way, was probably my favorite spot that we visited. In, I mean, everywhere was my favorite spot, but one of our best nights was here. Right. Was, so, yeah. Love this place. Diocletian's Palace is a, it's a Foreman Roman Emperor's like summer home or retirement home. Mm-hmm. It's gigantic. It is now uh, 
basically like a, its own walled in village. There are shops. Our Airbnb was within the palace. Mm-hmm. Um, Built in 300, the year 300. Yeah. Yeah. You guys talk yeah. about this oh, all the time. That. I'm surprised didn't, I'm surprised it's only an honorable mention. <laughs> well, the thing was, the reason it's we an honorable mention pictures. for this show is because uh, when you go into the basement, the basement is where the, the dragons were kept while in Marine, where Danny locked them up. Okay. And, but you couldn't, we couldn't figure out a way to get a good picture Plus, you had to pay to get into the actual spot where it was filmed, which all we would have seen is that spot in stone walls. It wasn't really right, right. Um, worth it. Yeah, but you get really the cool. feel walking down there without doing the extra pay and okay. extra tour. It yeah. was neat to know that that's what it was used for. And today, it's it's really cool to just walk through it. The palace itself was amazing. If you go to Split, you're going to end up in Diocletian's palace. So I wouldn't worry about doing it. And get our Airbnb because it was the best. Yeah. So yeah, our our Airbnb was built in the year three hundred. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was within the walls. Yeah. It it was all, it probably my favorite Airbnb we've ever stayed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unreal. Dingy smell to it, like it was you know was an stone. ancient stone. Yeah. What do you expect? Apartment, but was it, was, it, was it a dirt floor? No, no stone stone floor. It was a stone yeah. floor, but then he ended up installing drop ceilings, and that was like the only modern renovation to mm-hmm. the room. Okay. So, There's actually a couple college guys that owned it, which was funny. Yeah, yeah. That's Smart pretty cool. guys. Yeah. And, um, well, all right, so the next one, the view from Dubrovnik. I, we actually already mentioned this when you're driving there from the airport. You get that view of Dubrovnik jutting out into the water. That is King's Landing. I mean, Dubrovnik is King's Landing. It is the setting for King's Landing. So when you're coming there and you get that view, just, you know, take that in. Yeah, there was also a spot along the walls that was blocked off while we were there. When you walk along the top of the walls, where Tyrion and Varys Varys have a converse, like a some famous conversation, I forget which one. Um, it's that specific spot on the wall, but it was blocked off. We couldn't get to. I it. think it's the conversation where uh, Tyrion ends up right after he kills uh, Tywin. He goes in the crate, and then the Varys takes him out of the crate, mm-hmm. and they're having that conversation. And you know, they're deciding what to ultimately do with their lives at that point. And okay. Varys is like, you know, there's someone out there who he just. And Tyrion talks about how bad it is to poop inside a crate. And well, yeah, that's Barry says, how bad is it to throw someone's poop that came from inside a crate? <laughs> right. But the end of the, 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 end of the conversation, <laughs> that, was a, that was a small minor detail. The end of the conversation <laughs> <I like> is, <laughs> is ultimately about um, them deciding to go seek out Daenerys. That's, yes. that's what the conversation, yeah. I think, was about. And poop. Out, out I remember crate. now. Yeah. The poop. Uh-huh. <laughs> the poop. Do you want to get into this one? Okay. So back to the fort. Lavrin Janek. <laughs> Wrong. Um, okay, so the famous scene that was filmed here, this is where we stopped on our Game of Thrones tour, and we said there were many film or many scenes filmed here. Right. Um, the famous one was between Cersei and Littlefinger, and Littlefinger tells her that knowledge is power, and Cersei orders her guards to slit his throat, and they hold him, and she's staring at him, and they're about to slit his throat, and then she stops them and she says, power is power. Knowledge is not power. Power is power. And she's proving it to him. Yeah. And that's, I think our tour guide pointed, we're like reminded of this, of us, of this scene. And yeah. Yeah. It's, was that the same courtyard that they painted the map? I thought the same thing. It might be. Um, But when I think, when I look back at it, it's not, but it looks very, very, very similar. I thought it was. Okay. You might have to look it up and tell me I'm wrong, but it's very similar. For some reason, I thought it wasn't after I looked it up. 
Yeah, and and this fort has actually really cool historical significance to the city of Dubrovnik. So that was not oh, original yeah. to the city. I loved the actual history of it. Right. So so it was not original to the city, but at some point, you know, and I'm not a historian. I don't really know the the, the minor details of, of Dubrovnik, but at some point in the city's history, they got word that the Venetians were coming to to sack the city, and in order to defend them. They knew the Venetians were coming by water. And in order to defend themselves, they decided to build this fortress right on the water. And they had only a few months. They, they built up, it in three months. Yeah. They ended this up, whole fort. They ended up building the entire fortress yeah. in three months. And then because they built that fort, they ended up defending the city of Dubrovnik against the Venetians. So and held them off. The, yeah. The city of, of Dubrovnik. But it, the it, fact that it took them three months to build it, when it takes them like hundreds of years to build other things, the wall, I don't know how many years it took them to build that right. but three months to build this one fort i mean well they were under the and you're looking at of, the picture of it right it's incredible yeah literally everyone had to be working right. on yeah. it. yeah and the fact that it's held up so mm-hmm. well after all this time i mean it wasn't just like a slap together job right. they did it they built it really mm-hmm. well and really fast and it ultimately which is usually unreal and it saved the city from being put under venetian rule and who knows what the history would have went at that point right who knows if game of thrones would have even been filmed there right <laughs> So I think I think the last honorable mention that we have is is a big one. It's, it's a it's, big one. Yeah, it's one of the ones that Bobby regrets not being able to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, time wise, it just didn't you almost run down here? Run down? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember know if he can. No, it's we, too far. He wanted to stop. We were we went we did a day trip to Kotor in Montenegro, and he wanted to stop on the way back, but it sun had already set. It was dark and. So, the time just didn't yeah, pan out, right? Yeah. So the scene. So this is where the mountain and the viper fight. You can oh. actually get one of the coolest scenes of the show. Still makes my stomach uh, hurt. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Poor Oberyn. I love Oberyn. Yeah. It, it, so that actual circle where they fight is within an abandoned hotel that was damaged by the war. This hotel. Belvedere, I think. Right, Hotel Belvedere, right outside of Dubrovnik. It's it's abandoned. It is crumbling. Uh, they've never put money. They never invested money back into it after the war. And that circle is is you can still visit it. And when we talk to our well, tour you, guide, you can't still visit technically it. <laughs> it's illegal. It's trespassing. However, people do it. We talked to our tour. We talked people to our tour it. guide, and he was like, "There's, it's not a big deal." He's like, "They are not worried about it here. You know, if you go there to take pictures." They're not going to care. Um, he basically said, you know, go for it. You're, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Just do it. We had time constraints. We obviously, as everybody knows, probably had a very tight – we did have a very tight schedule, and we didn't end up getting to it. But I, if you can and you're there, do we it. We regret not doing it. We so regret not do doing it because that's one of the bigger scenes. Yeah. And how awesome would it have been to get a picture of you, like, squeezing the eyes of – I don't even know. I would have had to set my <laughs> – Set my camera on a timer. Like to squeeze your eyes. <laughs> Set my camera on a timer with you, like over top of me. Squeeze. It would have been a great picture. Mm-hmm. So we missed out on that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's. I'm looking at it on Google Maps. Is it the one that it's like checkered circle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then if you drop your, I don't think it actually looks like that on the show. No, I don't think no, it does. They change it. Right. But there's a little. <laughs> if you drop your guy down there. And you kind of pan over to where Drop it is. The There's a guy just looking right at the guy taking the picture in his like blue swim trunks. And he just looks kind of like. It is right. on. Uh, the, uh, people are out line. on the rocks, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've Googled you can, Earth. I mean, there's, a, there's a beach there. right nearby. Yeah, there's a beach right nearby, and I think you could probably just swim there. <laughs> I actually have That's... one more honorable mention. Oh, on the fly. On what the do you fly. Have? Yeah. I actually, I forget the island's name right off of Dubrovnik. Oh, Lokrum. Lokrum. Oh, yeah, good call. Um, this is the one we actually had you Photoshop for us. Oh. Um, it is the city of Karth, I believe, mm-hmm. what where the... she's shopping for wine and almost gets poisoned by the wine. Ah. Right? Um, they actually have a throne there on Locum I- Locrum Island where you can sit. We took some pictures on the throne. Right. Um, they have a whole, where the throne is, a whole thing about the history of Locum Island, which is apparently cursed. <laughs> um, Napoleon was there. He was part yeah. of the curse, right? Um, but we had some fun taking the, the pictures in the city of Carth because we had to both be in the picture and didn't have any way of setting up our camera at that point. Um, so we took them separately and then had you (laughs) Photoshop them together Yeah, and it was Danny and it was Danny and the warlock, right? The bald undying guy. Yeah. Yeah. Holding hands. So I assume Uh Bob was the bald undying undying guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, local Island was really neat. And then, I mean, in that one room, so there's a throne room and then they have TV set up and you can put headphones in and they have interviews with the cast of their experiences visiting Croatia. And it was cool because they all have the same experiences that we did. It was, you know, this is such a beautiful country with beautiful architecture. And they're talking about it as here I am working for months. You know, how amazing is that? Yeah. You know, you're getting sent away to Croatia for work and you get to enjoy this beautiful city and wake up every day there. Um, they were very thankful for that. I don't know if, I don't yeah, know if every cool. New Yorker feels the same way. What do you mean? About working in that city. I mean, some people that travel there are like, man, it'd be so great to live here. It's so cool. But I don't think every New, New Yorker feels that way. No, New York is. You can compare it to Croatia. No, exactly. It's tropical and beautiful right. and yeah. warm. All right. So I've got America's some questions cold. for you that kind of will hopefully bring this to a close okay out of all of those that we talked about which one was your favorite to reenact really to reenact none of them i'm a terrible actress every time i say this i'm reminded bobby loves jurassic park and at one point tried me tried to get me to reenact the part with the jello on the spoon or it's shaking <laughs> and i just I, no matter how hard i try i can't do that same face i'm terrible so none of them were fun for me. He just kept <laughs> yelling at me what to do, and I couldn't do it. I would make a very demanding director. <laughs> yes. And most of them are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. What was your favorite? My favorite. Um, Yours was probably Shane. I think. No, I think it was uh, um, Cliss Fortress. Yeah. I had a lot of fun there. I thought you'd say Walk of Shame because you just loved walking behind me yelling shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that did not get old. Uh, but Cliss Fortress was cool. We were kind of alone just yeah. messing around in this fortress, yeah. this ancient fortress. And it was just a neat, neat experience. There. So would you say that's your favorite location too? Uh, no, I would say Dubrovnik was my favorite location. I think it's his favorite city in the whole world. It's your favorite. I think at this point in my life, Dubrovnik is my favorite city in the entire mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Specifically the old section, the walled in section. Yeah. The old section, the old town. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets a lot of tours and that can be a deterrent for some people. But if you can look past that, and get into the history and the architecture and um, the food, you know, the fresh fish and everything, the market. It's such a cool place to see and to be a part of, um, you know, it's a UNESCO, UNESCO World Heritage Site. Right. It was a, a lot, lot of, of fun. places we visited actually were. Right, okay. right. 
any plans to see any of the other filming locations? Like I know you talked about the Dragonstone walkway in Northern Ireland. Yeah, I think, you know, I would love to not even just for Game of Thrones, but I would love to go to Ireland. Right. Yeah. So Ireland is somewhere that Marlia really wants to see. And so we're going to end up going there, I'm sure. And when we do, yeah, we're, we're I mean, I don't see how, how we could, we could not? not Yeah, research Game of Thrones locations and yeah. try to try to do a few of them. Yeah. Sunspear. Which one's Sunspear? I have no idea. Oh, that was mine. Yeah. I think Sunspear is the, um, the people in the South. The Vipers, Dorn, Dorn, no, yeah. Dorn. Okay. So I think yeah, that's a lot of Morocco Spain, and Spain, of course. Mm-hmm. And Spain, I feel like, is one of the most underrated. Everyone that goes to Spain is like, "Oh, Spain is my favorite place I've ever been." Every it's person, so underrated. Yeah. I we really have to eventually go. Yeah, yeah. It kind of flies. And if we do, Game of Thrones. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere you should go with Rob. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our own tour guide. Exactly. Um, that's cool. All right. I think, is that everything? I mean, we covered a ton today. Um, I want to make sure, you know, if you're listening to this and you want more information on any of these, please feel free to reach out to us via email, uh, or you can just comment on our pictures or send us a DM. Uh, we're at, you know, the Travelers Blueprint on Instagram and the Travelers Blueprint at gmail.com. Uh, we'd be more than happy to help out. We obviously love talking about Game of Thrones and travel and anybody interested in that is we're going to get along really well. Yeah. So, I mean, it blends, it blends our two favorite things, basically. It does. And, you know, future us is now aware of what happened in the, the season one, the season eight premiere. Oh yeah, we very, are. Yeah. Future us. Do you have, very Do you have any advice us? for Bob and Elliot in the future? <laughs> Rewatch it. Yeah. I mean, how many times are we gonna, do we know how long this first episode is yet? No, I don't no, no. Hopefully it's pretty close to feature length. Bobby asked that I wait until we get back to watch it. I know. I told wait, him he did have out without me. He gave that. You asked that? that up. Yeah, I asked that. You think that's unfair? That is so unfair. Thank you. <laughs> well, Elliot will be my Game of Thrones partner while in Peru. As long as we have good Wi-Fi, we're not going to be able to go on online basically until we watch that episode. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. Like we said. Thank you, Marlia, my wife, for coming on the show today, being our first in-person guest and going over our very eventful honeymoon and Game of Thrones. Hashtag real travel wife. Yeah, real, tra- yeah. real travel wife. We're going to start. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> we're, um, still, we're still pending the uh, whole baby moon episode, so that'll be the second one. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do a baby moon episode once sometime soon. Once the baby's soon. not so demanding, we'll do a baby moon Yeah, once baby, <laughs> yes. yeah. Once baby, comes, baby comes down a little bit. All right. Yeah. And so reach out to us with any questions, please. And uh, if you can take like two seconds out of your day to rate us on iTunes, it goes such a long way uh, and it really helps the growth of the show. And so we really, we can't tell you how much we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. So uh, please do that. And thank you very much for listening. Elliot, you have anything else? I hope that Game of Thrones was awesome and I can't wait for the rest of the season. Da, 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 da. I had to listen to that the whole honeymoon, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs>